Welcome to Forever's podcast, where today I'm joined by Ghazala Banani. Ghazala graduated with a master's in architecture in her home country of Iran. She then moved to the UK with her husband so that he could continue his postgraduate education in dentistry. Soon after, Ghazala found her feet on the career ladder by joining a large prestigious architectural firm where she worked for 11 years. Architecture was all she had ever wanted to do since she was in high school. She progressed very well in her career and enjoyed it, but when she had her son, many things changed for her. Today, we're going to find out why and how Ghazala was able to leave a career that had been so important to her and why she is so much happier and fulfilled. So thank you for joining me today, Ghazala. I'm looking forward to our conversation. Hello, and thank you, Diane, for having me today. Oh, it's going to be great. If I may, I'd like to start by asking you about coming to the UK from Iran. When when was this? So uh, I moved to the UK with my husband after we both graduated from university and for my husband to complete his, uh, after my husband completed his foundation training as well uh, in 2005 uh, for him to carry on on his post-grad education in dentistry. Wow. So it must have been quite um, a culture shock in a way. I mean, it's such a different culture moving here. What was it like? Were you lonely? Um, Yes, to be honest with you, uh, as much as it was exciting and it opened the door to the whole of the new opportunities for us, it was a scary too. Everything was totally different from culture to language, um, we learned language back home, but the accents, uh, <laughs> even different systems like banking, shopping, etc. So, um, and the fact that we don't have any families here, everyone is back home. So we had to start making new friends and settle ourselves into the new community. Yeah, that's a lot to take on, isn't it? So what inspired you to study architecture? Um, I know it's something you wanted to do from school. I know it's a long apprenticeship. Um, I always was a creative person, interested in art spaces, and I loved physics when I was at school. So I guess the combination would have fit perfectly into a subject like architecture. That was my passion always. Uh, When we moved to the UK, right after my graduation, um, I started my career, uh, but I knew that it was going to be very different because of the rules, regulations, systems, everything. So I started to make myself familiar with these um, subjects and aspects and uh, started applying for jobs. I believe you can appreciate applying for the first job is daunting and stressful enough, let alone in a new country. Uh, So I wrote many, many, uh, I wrote to many, many architecture firms, even asked for free uh, job experience, like a voluntary job experience, just to find my feet on the ground. Um, I heard so many rejections, which years uh, some job interviews I had some job interviews uh, and finally I had one job offer uh, the practice that employed me was a, a, an international practice with offices in London Milton Keynes and Manchester and some other countries um, they they were specialized in housing and mixed use and urban regeneration so it was massive and there was a lot of work with public sector as well as private clients 
Mm, yes, yeah, sounds very, very interesting and very challenging. And like you say, lots of different things to embrace because I'm having trained in Iran, I'm presuming there are lots of different rules and regulations in design and build in the UK to, to what was going on in Iran. Is that the case? Yes, absolutely. All, even the construction systems, rules and regulations, everything is totally different. Wow. So how long were you working as an architect um, before your son came along? So I started work as an architect assistant in 2006 and mm -hmm. my son was born in 2012. So I was working already working for six years, but then I carried on working uh, there in the same company for another five years as part time. Uh, in total, I worked 11 years. And meanwhile, I took all the professional exams with architects registration board uh, to convert my degrees. So did you have to go back part time quite soon after your son was born? How old was he when you returned to part time working? I went back to work as a part time worker after nine months maternity leave. I remember I was working until the last minute before my due date because I wanted a longer maternity. Uh, this is something I never advise anyone to do, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> At one hand, I didn't want to lose my career. On the other hand, I needed the money. Um, so that said, I used to top up my part-time salary and hand it over to our nanny who looked after my son three days a week so I can work. Yes. And it must have felt quite different going back to that career as a mom, leaving your, your little boy behind at home, I suppose. It, it was because I didn't want to be in contact like every minute and every second with the nanny to give her a space and just to concentrate on my work. But at the same time, I was just crying to know what's happening, what she's doing. So yes, it was very hard. So how did you come across Forever, getting into you, the story around you transitioning out of architecture? Um, how did you come across Forever? Uh, actually, it was our nanny who introduced um, oh, really? Yes, um, to firstly try the products, which I remember I didn't for the first couple of times she left the products with me. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, then I started to use a skincare, which massively improved a skin condition that I had. So I gained trust in the products. Um, then I was introduced to the business opportunity, which I said no for two years. Um, I guess I was just happy and comfortable with what I was doing. Maybe not totally happy and comfortable but you know when you get to a routine and maybe you're not as adventurous which most people are not you just say okay that's life you accept it and you're just going on mm. so when did you start to think actually I'm going to take a closer look at this and I'm going to sign up what was what was going on for you and what were your thought processes uh, that was when my son was going to start a school that uh, many things changed because I wanted to be the mommy at the gate, at the school gate, and I don't want to lose on his social life. Uh, on the other hand, the pressure of working part time with uh, full time responsibilities and workload was getting too much. Um, also, I always wanted my son to be sociable and make friends easily. So I needed to be that role model. 
Um, I looked at the opportunity and realized it ticks all the boxes for me. Um, I would still have a career and income, uh, be in the society, improve my social skills and have the time flexibility too. So that was the turning point for me. I see. So you did at that point start to hold the vision that you could replace your income by retailing the products and developing a team. You, you, You felt that was possible, did you? Um, well, I did and I didn't. Uh, I was very passionate about the products. I knew that they are amazing, they work, they have the results because I was using them for two years at that point and have seen positive impacts that had on my family and my on, and on myself. Um, I also have seen other people who were successful and making money from this business. I guess the negative part for me was coming from me, myself, and the lack of self-confidence. Majority of people suffer from this, especially at the beginning. So I thought nothing can go wrong. Uh, Worst case scenario, I'm gonna use the products with massive discount. But what I found was the training and support was amazing. And I slowly started to build the confidence. My big aspiration, formed when I um, attended one of our company's big events. Mm. I saw leaders turning off with their team members and cheering them up. I thought to myself, if they can do it, why not me? And uh, I noticed people, young and old, men and women, all from different sorts of backgrounds and ethnics. So um, that was when so many things changed in my head. Yes, it's it's amazing, actually, isn't it? When you go to a, an event, um, the number of people I've spoken to who have those um, those shifts in their thinking and the belief of of what is possible for them often occurs at one of those events. I find in conversation with people, mm-hmm. that's that's absolutely true. So, how long were you working your forever business? Um, before you were able to give up your architectural role? What, what, what's the story there? So um, I resigned my architectural job after six months of starting my business. But at that point, I wasn't making the whole of that substitute income. Right. But the pressure of corporate work was getting too much. And uh, my husband and I could see that I'm progressing well in my business. We saw the potential. So we just decided to um, flip the corporate job to start a business. Take the leap. Now, I can only imagine um, what the reaction might have been from friends and family. Um, Was the disapproval? I mean, obviously, being an architect is so highly regarded and respected as a profession. Everybody knows that's a massive training and undertaking so did you meet with disapproval and negativity or it didn't you tell people was it something that you did quietly what how did you approach um sort of spreading the word well because I had the belief in what I had started and luckily my husband did as well he was very supportive in fact he encouraged me mm-hmm. uh, and I was blessed that my family and some of my friends supported me too so it wasn't a very big shock to the system in terms of um, negativity and rejections but I knew from the beginning that I shouldn't rely on my family and friends to build a business so um I quickly started to make connections 
it wasn't easy at the beginning um, as uh, I was very shy, an introvert person, and I had to work a lot on myself to improve my social skills. Uh, but that was one of my dreams uh, that I had. So um, I think the fact that I respected this new business and career myself, indeed, it didn't stop me, even if I heard uh, any negativity or rejection. It, it, not that totally it didn't impact me, but it didn't make a long last, lasting impact on me. I'd like to talk a little bit more about your shyness, if you don't mind, because I think some of our listeners um, who are perhaps thinking about the business already in the business might struggle with, with shyness. How, how did you um, overcome your shyness? What were the sort of steps that you took and how did you go about developing a team, for example? Um, so yeah, that's true. I was very shy. Uh, I remember my school friends, they always said, uh, Gazala either doesn't make friends or when she does, she sticks with them. Uh, <laughs> making friendship was very difficult for me. But that was always one of my aspirations because I want, I always admired people who are sociable and bubbly and make friends. And on the other hand, I wanted to be that role model for my son. I didn't want him to be brought up like a shy and introvert person. I know that's part of a character, but that's something that you can work on and change. Um, so I had to come out of my comfort zone. Uh, it was a lot of work on me, but it has changed me thoroughly. Now I see myself as more of a sociable person. I can make friends. In fact, I really enjoy making new connections and friendships now. And I feel like my life is fuller. It's it's an amazing feeling. Um, ha having said that, there, there are still occasions where I have to push myself and step out of my comfort zone. So when it's in your character, you always have to combat it and coming out of that um, comfortable space. Mm -hmm. But it is totally doable. Well, it's about fear, isn't it, I suppose? Um, and, you know, fear raises its head in, in our lives in, in lots of ways. Um, but I think there comes a point perhaps in your life when you realise that you're not going to die um, and that although it's a very uncomfortable feeling, it, it does go away if you're prepared to allow the feeling and just persist through it. Would you Would you agree with that? That is totally true. So um, when you step out of it, it's it's very fearful and it likes a massive thing to do. But the satisfaction that you get after you think that, oh, I've done it. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm, yes, what I want to get, it, 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 the joy and satisfaction is more. It's interesting. I think it's Tony Robbins who talks about one of the fastest ways of changing your identity or your idea of yourself is to do something that frightens you because once you've done it your perception of your self changes very quickly and expands so that's why he has people fire walking on his um his weekends and things like that because I suppose if you've walked across burning hot coals you probably feel like you can do anything after that I would imagine Yes, that's, that's totally true. <laughs> so what are you proud of now in terms of your achievements within Forever and perhaps your wider life as well? Uh, my biggest pride is building something outstanding from scratch. 
I always admired people who build businesses from zero, uh, but thought they are different people or maybe they have superpowers. I didn't know. It just takes skills, persistence, time. But um, it just now melts my heart to look at my customers who happily use the products and it, it, it just changes their health and well-being in a positive way. It fills me with pride when I look at my team, seeing them earning money, making that difference in, in, in their lives and their families' lives. So just helping other, with other people with products with more income, I would say is by my biggest achievement. Well, I think that's amazing because actually, you know, I've I've also seen you speak on stage to um, hundreds of people and give a, a flawless and very accomplished presentation. And um, I would never at that point have imagined that you had struggled with shyness. I didn't know that at the time. So, uh, um, so, so well done. Um, and talking about your success, um, I know that you're in the top 10 in the UK for open business, which is an incredible achievement. But first of all, for our listeners, what do we mean by open business and why is this important? Open business means helping new people setting their businesses up and earning income. It is important as it's about business development and growth. I guess my passion to help other people benefit from this opportunity has helped me massively to introduce others and then support and help them in doing their business and growing further. Do you think in some ways it's helped you weirdly enough by starting out being shy and having that fear that you perhaps understand um, people very, very well in terms of all those reservations and doubts? Do you think in a weird way it stood you in good stead for helping others? I would say yes, because when you experience something and when you can overcome a challenge, then you can confidently say to others, look, I've done it. So you can, um, you can give them tips and advices. So yes, I would say it has massively helped me. Oh, that's good. Now I know you have um, a number of fellow Iranians in your team um how do you how do you find one another in in this country and and does that give you a sense of camaraderie and um and and I'm I'm imagining huge connection as well well yes uh, I always say you make connections with people who you have things in common the most uh for me it was all about culture and understanding that connected us together uh, to each other. So bigger part of my team are Iranian community. We mainly find each other uh, or make connections online and through communities. Although at some point in my business, I realized the importance of diversity and mm. focused on making connections with other communities as well. Oh, yes. So what skills or qualities as a person are necessary to grow a team in your in your view what what's it what's it good to have um first of all you have to be prepared to talk about the opportunity with everyone literally everyone because you never know mm. uh, then the promise that you make to yourself to support your team it's very important 
although you cannot want it for them more than they do, but giving them the training, the support, holding their hands is very important. Um, I strongly believe that team culture plays a big role, um, a safe, happy and supportive place, environment where everybody has the space to grow as much as they want to. How often do you connect with your team then? What does, what does, um, do you um, have weekly meetings or do you yes. one-on-one? Yes, so uh, we've got a chat box, which is going on every day. So we are in contact every day, asking questions, giving tips and um, motivations and answering questions as well. Um, so that's the, the daily connection. And we've got weekly trainings as well. Uh, I've got weekly trainings for my Iranian team, which I speak in uh, our own language, which is Farsi. And then in the, our wider team, again, we have uh, weekly trainings. So my team can enjoy both trainings. Mm. Uh, so it's, a, it's a very hands-on, um, constant connection. And is your chat box, is that over WhatsApp or Facebook or...? Our chat box is in Telegram. And oh. The only reason is that it allows people to see the chat history. So the questions that other people have asked, they can search and um, yes. Oh, so that's going to be quite a useful resource then for people to tap into. It is, yes. So what do you love about your life now? Love. <laughs> Time <laughs> and flexibility. Yeah. Uh, the, the fact that I can decide when and where to work and more important, more importantly, to be present for my son, my family, when I want to, when I'm needed, uh, not missing out on those precious moments and uh, the fact that I can support my husband so he can do his very own demanding job in peace of mind without being worried about family and house commitments uh, he's a very hands-on person but it's just having that peace of mind that everything is in order uh, and also for my friendships um, they have filled my life I mentioned that uh, we had to leave our families and friends behind in our home country and move to a new country my best friends who now are family friends are through my business my business has allowed me to make friends for life and for that I'm so grateful that's wonderful what's um what or who has motivated you or influenced you along the way in this journey over these past few years oh gosh so many people <laughs> uh so many authors public speakers small and big business people uh, I love listening to other entrepreneurs, experiences, and boards of advice. Mm -hmm. I believe every new thing that you learn and you implement, you implement in your life or business prevents you from a failure experience. Mm -hmm. uh, but my biggest to go is Jim Ron. He's so wise. Oh, really? Yes. Yes. He has. Um, yeah, and he's been around a long time, isn't he? Supposed to be the father of motivation, I think, Jim Rohn. I think that's what they say. He is, and not only motivation, the um, the word of advice that he gives on um, running a business or even life and setting goals and how to prepare yourself is just outstanding. Yes, 
And yeah, I agree with you, actually. Um, what about the next few years? What um, aspirations do you have um, over the next few years? So I want to help more and more people with both products and business opportunity. I, I, I believe that we've got a massive potential. So many people still don't know about us. Um, we are very blessed that our company is very proactive and bringing innovative quality products for the public demand every year. Uh, also very grateful for our team. I'm in uh, like a big family. Um, where everyone feels safe and supported. I would love to give more people to have the chance to time freedom, something that I have experienced and by earning money, making the difference in their families' lives, whether it be helping um, in a corner of their lives or maybe making their lives more comfortable because social selling these days is much more established and approved. I think everybody should take the opportunity. I agree. I think there has been a sea change in attitude towards this industry um, over the last few years. Um, and I think largely it's because it hasn't been well understood and perhaps we're getting better at telling the story and explaining how it all works to people. I certainly hope so. So um, what's your definition of success? I'm always intrigued to know what how people define success because it means different things to different people, doesn't it? Yes, success definitely uh, differs from person to person. And also for the same person, it's different from, uh, it's different in different times. Mm. Success for me at the beginning, for example, was uh, in my business was to have a sustained retail. Then when I achieved that, uh, it was growing my team, then duplication, then scaling up. The main thing that is very important that we always have to be grateful and happy with what we what we have, but we shouldn't settle. I think we shouldn't settle. We should set bigger goals and always aim to achieve more. Um, this way, we always grow constantly. Uh, for me, success is constant growth and to be a better person in different aspects every day. Um, success for me is my son looks at me and appreciates and learns the meaning of commitment, hard work not giving up and applies them in his life. Oh, well, I think that's a great definition of success. And I don't think I could um, top that, honestly. Um, and I agree with a lot of those sentiments, I have to say. So it's been um, a pleasure speaking to you today. Thank you for making time to join me. How might people follow you and connect with you? What's your preferred way or best way for them to find you, Gazala? Um, so people can connect with me on Instagram and Facebook um, by the name Gazale Banani, which is G-H-A-Z-A-L-E-H space B-A-N-A-N-I. Um, yes, I'm on Facebook and Instagram. That's wonderful. I'm sure um, people will be interested in contacting you and finding out more. So thank you again for joining me today, Gazale. It's been my pleasure. Uh, thank you very much for your time, Diane. It's been a pleasure.